Hello, and welcome to Missing an Audience. In each episode, a different guest from the arts world will talk about how the COVID-19 pandemic has affected their practice, how they see things changing going forwards, and about their memories of being part of or creating for audiences. Our aim with this podcast is to hear from and reach as many different people working or studying in the arts as possible, to connect over what we miss and have lost, what we have to look forward to, and what needs to change. We also hope to spread awareness of charities or arts groups struggling at this time. We need the arts, and we need audiences. Culture is for entertainment, protest, education, therapy, employment, inspiration and connection. It must survive. Our guest today is Artistic Director of Small Truth Theatre, Yasmeen Arden. Based in North Kensington, Small Truth Theatre is an award-winning company that prioritises shows made by working-class artists. Their most notable recurring project is the Caravan Theatre, which brings free plays performed in a converted caravan to audiences all over the country. Past productions have included Little White Lies, Mirrorball, The Three Sillies, Dead Yard, and Caterpillar. Trained at East 15 and the Young Vic, Yasmin has worked as a scout and reader for Theatre 503. Past credits include Mum, Nest, Poking the Bear, over the Hill There's Something Better, and The Unfortunates. Hello, I'm Jake Leonard, the creator and host of this podcast, and I'm a freelance theatre director. Hi, Yasmeen. Thanks for being here, albeit virtually. How are you? Hi, I'm good, thank you. It's so nice to join you. Well, first off, congratulations, because Small Truth Theatre has received an OnCom Award, which is the Off West End Awards online category. So normally you have the Caravan Theatre, you take that to various locations across the country. That cannot happen in 2020 for obvious reasons. So tell us about how you've created the award-winning Digital Caravan Theatre. The Caravan Theatre is all about reaching new and different audiences and making theatre more accessible to more people. And we sort of played around with lots of thoughts and ideas and felt that probably audio work would be the best way because we're a tiny micro theatre and if you're in people's heads or in their ears, that's like the micro space you can be in. So we're used to small spaces, we're used to direct contact with audiences, so it made kind of sense. And BSL films to go along with those. But what audio has done has made me think about how you can really create worlds in people's imaginations. So actually, it's the most epic space you could possibly be making work in. So it's made me think on a much bigger scale in some ways as well. And working with Nicola Chang, the sound designer, has been just so inspiring to, to create those worlds and the magic that can happen. I'm really just thinking that when we're in lockdown, when we're going out on our one walk a day, it was like a companion for you, a friend to walk with. Or if you were isolating, just feeling like, you could kind of listen to a friend's voice inside and maybe they'd kind of take you outside in imaginative ways. (laughs) So we commissioned three brand new plays, especially for audio. The first season was written over a year ago. So much has happened on a universal level in that year. And the second season's been much more about going through, I suppose, something that maybe helps you to discover yourself and find out who you are a little bit. That's brilliant. 
So, in a normal year, what's the caravan theatre like? Where do you go? What do you do? What sort of responses do you get from audiences? We really like to think about the caravan as being like the ultimate outreaching theatre because mm. it can go to people. We're in marketplaces. Sometimes we might be in university freshers' weeks or wherever we can get to. We, you know, we can come to. So people can kind of engage with theatre as an everyday experience. So yeah. that they might be doing their shopping or whatever they're doing and kind of come across us. And we love the idea of having no barriers. And there are a lot of barriers for a lot of people, whether that might be financial barriers or being maybe in a building that people don't feel they can be part of, that that isn't where they belong. Our whole kind of approach is to take down all the barriers and just make it as friendly and welcoming as possible. All the caravan shows are free, whether they're digital or live. It's about being one community, the performers with the audience is it's an equal experience we want everyone to feel that sense of equality so all actors directors and writers get paid the same to reflect this i really struggle with the idea of the sort of theater hierarchy of uh, you yeah. know you've got you've got your producers and your directors and then you've got your actors and you know you work your way down i don't think that's a healthy way of making theater to be honest you can't do your best work if you feel like you shouldn't be there it's one of the joys i think of being a director is that you don't have to you can't do everything else your job is to direct you can't you can't act you can't write necessarily you can't stage manage but you've got all these wonderful people around you who can and everybody's adding their layer hopefully it takes a bit of the stress and pain out of the art you know that yeah. we're supposed to all be feeling but may maybe also we we're allowed to enjoy it and support each other and strengthen each other every person involved is adding a layer of depth to make one big beautiful cake well who doesn't <laughs> like cake and of course you have the writer the director everybody else but you need an audience for a show to happen don't you so tell us about the audience experiences you've had the theatre experience doesn't exist without the audience. Normally, when we're doing live shows in the caravan, our audiences are people who just sort of walk along and discover us. And it sort of sparks their intrigue and their curiosity. And so immediately they chat with us and we have such a lovely relationship that we end up sort of looking after their dogs or their shopping or their buggies while they pop in to watch a 15-minute show. And then they come out and they want to talk to us about it. Literally, they watch a 15-minute show in the market have a chat with us, go off and come back with cake because they've connected oh. with the character. They've sat together in a space with the character. The space itself, it gives them an equal place so the character is as important as they are. It's not oh. like one is under a spotlight. We just have natural light, so we're all in the light together. We're all sitting in the space together and nothing can exist in that show without everybody being there. I've worked in the Fringe for a long time and I've always tried to aim to make that kind of direct connection with an audience, but there's always a sense of stage <laughs> that mm. needs to be lit and yeah. there might be various ways to kind of break that fourth wall and that kind of thing. But the Caravan Theatre to me has liberated me and made me just feel you didn't have to try to contrive the breaking of a fourth wall or mm. anything like that. Like I said, there's no special lighting. We're just in natural light. We're sitting together. It's not, it doesn't look like a caravan inside. It's been redesigned. We want to go theatrical. It's in the round. <laughs> but it allows for that true connection without trying to enforce it. It just naturally is there always. I feel really proud that we've been able to make work that still feels that it's on the line of what we're doing and, and able to connect with people and, and give that sense of community, even if it's just somebody on their own listening, that they feel that companionship, they feel that connection with 
a character or their imagination, their world. And I'm glad you said that you're proud of it because you should be. And I think that's something we shy away from a lot in the arts. Obviously, you never want to be arrogant or anything, but at the same time, you should be proud of what you're doing. Thank you. That's really kind. Thank you. So we've now reached a point in the show where I asked guests to talk about a particular cause or charity that they'd like to highlight to listeners. And I understand that you want to talk about something very close to your heart, which is food banks. Obviously, the Trussell Trust is the big one, but Small Truth Theatre and Caravan Theatre have had a lot of work to do with food banks over the years. Is that right? I worked on a play called On the Line, which was set during the miners' strike, and it was the wives of the miners putting on a fundraiser. So it was an interactive piece. The audience were the mining community, in effect, and asked to bring food donations, which was then donated to a real local food bank. Once I got involved and and saw the work that they were doing and the growing need for the work that they're doing, sadly, it just doesn't make any sense to me. Like, we're one of the richest nations and people are in need of food. I mean, there's no excuse for it. Up until the end of March this year, so that's before really the big pandemic demand would have kicked in, the year leading up to that, There was an 18% increase and it's been increasing year after year, mainly in the last 10 years. I can't imagine what it's going to be like this year. 700,000 of those meals went to children. It just breaks my heart. You know, we're all one step away from needing food banks. It could be any of us at any time who who need this and it shouldn't have to be there, but it is there. And often they're run by really good people serving their community and being not only a supplier of essentials, but also companionship and connection. And so with the caravan shows, because they're all free, a lot of audience members say they want to donate. And so we say we'll take donations and, and put it towards local food banks. A lot of our work takes place in North Kensington because that's where I've grown up and, and it's a it's my area and I love it very much. It's one of the most deprived areas um, in the country, despite being part of the, one of the richest boroughs. Four food banks in, in that part of the borough. It's really easy to donate as well because you can go onto Trussell Trust's website and donate money or you can buy an extra few bits and pieces when you're buying food. And I know people are struggling at the moment, but even... A couple of tins of things or dried goods can really make all the difference. A lot of supermarkets have baskets just near their checkouts that you can just put it straight in there and then they'll they'll send it over to the food bank. But you might find that you have a food bank closer to home than you imagine and literally every little bit really does genuinely help and for some people that go along that might be their only that might be the only time that day they speak to a person it's not just in the food thank you yasmin that was a really good choice of charity and you've just been an absolute delight thank you so much for joining us thank Thank you you. nice to talk to you Thank you for listening to Missing an Audience, hosted by Jake Leonard, with music by Dave Morris, publicity design by Ben Hollands, and voiceover by Rebecca Klee. We'd love to hear your favourite audience experiences and how COVID-19 has affected you. So feel free to get in touch with us on Twitter at missinganord. If you want to donate or find out more about the charities our guest was talking about, you can find the links in the description below. In the meantime, keep safe, keep well, and be kind. Next time, we're joined by sound designer and composer Alexandra Faye Braithwaite.
when I was really little and going to the panto around all those people that were having such an amazing time they were throwing wagon wheels out into the audience and at the time like, I didn't really go to the theatre when I was little so it felt like such a new world and a new experience I think it was the first moment I thought oh this is really really amazing environment and that was in an audience as opposed to like wishing that I was on the stage or even working in theatre I just wanted to feel that again Thank you.